Hey ladies, welcome to the Diamond Hands podcast. So you want to own a med spa? Welcome to our community and explore the exciting industry of medical aesthetics and hear from experienced med spa owners and relevant industry experts to guide you on your path. Mindset, money, practice management, marketing, find it here. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Diamond Hands podcast. So we totally had like a 15 minute conversation before it started guys. But anyways, we're here with Renata <laughs> Roddy, the owner of Roddy Med Spa in Massachusetts. And she's also the founder of Modern Beauty Con, a medical aesthetics conference in um, New England. And it is a second year. It's coming back bigger and better. Um, welcome, Renata. Hey, lady. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, guys, right now she's, um, you know, recovering from the, you know, the COVID. Yeah. <laughs> you want to tell them about your whiskey experience? I, I thought that yeah. was great. <laughs> I can. <laughs> so, I'm feeling great, <clears throat> thankfully. Um, my only thing is I've lost all sense of smell and taste. So, my husband and I have been going around smelling everything and trying to taste everything. And I don't eat spicy food, but I've been having spicy barbecue, <laughs> spicy everything. And so my husband's like, okay, this is going to be the ultimate test. And he's a huge whiskey fan. And so yeah. he whips out his like 93 proof whiskey. And he was like, this is how we're really going to know. And just <laughs> pours me a drink. And I smell it and I can't smell anything. Now, I normally will have like a glass of wine and that's uh, it. So like, I'm not a big drinker whatsoever. Yes, and normally, <laughs> normally just like smelling his, his bottles, like will make me just, you know, make a face and I'm, I'm done with that. But yeah. I couldn't smell anything. And then I drank some of it. Not a grimace in my face at all. Couldn't Damn. taste a thing. Just felt like I was drinking water and he was like blown away. Like, could wow. not believe it. 93 that's proof. Like, 93 <laughs> proof. That's wild. Like, it's like I, slap you like, in the face strong. <laughs> no, it's like for me, like, if I smell tequila, it brings me back to some parties I never should have been at. And I feel like, you know, I can't even imagine like 93 proof, like whiskey. Hell no. <laughs> Ex me neither. Exactly. I was like, well, that's the only way you'll ever get me to have that is apparently with recovering from COVID. So <laughs> I love that. But I'm really happy that. That, you know you're feeling well and thanks for being yes. such a trooper and showing up so you see guys that is the benchmark of a dedicated businesswoman she committed to something <laughs> and she's here with my ass i would have been like mm, i'll say <laughs> you gotta oh, show God. up <laughs> yeah, show up so you know basically Let's let's start from the top or what have you. Um, because I, I know I know your story, but you know, this would be great for everyone else who doesn't know you and everything. But tell us just like a little bit about you know your background in, in medicine and what really kind of was your path into aesthetics when you're like, wow, this is something that I kind of want to do. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can bring, I can talk about that in a bit, but yeah. So basically, um, I graduated from nursing school back in 2010. Mm -hmm. Um, and from then I started working at mass general in Boston. I was able to get my dream nursing position. I always wanted to be in obstetrics. So I worked, um, as a postpartum nurse 
um, for about 10 years. And while I was doing that, I always need to be doing something new. I do tend to easily get bored. So I thought to myself, I'm going to go back and get my master's like a couple years into doing this. I'm like, I'm going to go get my master's. So I was getting my master's part-time while working full-time. And I thought, well, I'm taking all these, what I call fluff classes, the mm. classes that you don't ever really put into use later on, but you spend thousands of dollars on. Yes. So we're talking research, we're talking ethics, all those, you know, kind of beginner ones. Yes. So electives. Anyway, I thought, well, I'm still kind of bored because <laughs> I'm doing just one class and working full time. And I've been doing this for a couple of years and OB does tend to get a little bit routine. And, you know, yeah. if, if you've done postpartum, you know what I'm talking about, but so one of my coworkers at the time was like, we're not a, like Miss USA was happening at the time. And she was like, you should go compete for Miss USA. And I'm like, Brenda, you don't just like stroll in and compete for Miss USA. I was like, you have to win like a state title first and then you go to nationals. Yeah. She's like, well, then why don't you go do that? And I'm wow. like, I don't know. So one day I'm home. I'm just, you know, whatever. I got curious. I looked it up and mm -hmm. lo and behold, the Miss Mass USA, um, office was located right in Malden, which is where mm -hmm. I was living at the time. So I noticed that they had an informational meeting and I was like, oh, I should go to that. So I went to their informational meeting and before you knew it, I'm handing them over my credit card. I'm signing up. <laughs> I filled out all the paperwork. <laughs> wow. I'm like, this is going to be so fun. Let's just go for it, you mm -hmm. know? Um, so yeah, I competed that year and I had no idea what I was doing and I came in second runner up and there was wow. like about 70 girls that competed with me. So wow. I was like bit by the Pat Jim bug and I was like, I am so coming back next year. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I went back the following year and I was first runner up and then went back again, my third year and won. So, wow. you know, all of this in the midst of like, I'm still, like in nurse practitioner school, still working mm -hmm. towards my master's and I'm still working full-time at the hospital. So that's kind of like, yeah, how I was introduced into like the beauty world. And then mm -hmm. of course, you know, being a nurse, I sort of leading into aesthetics combined to like my passion for nursing and yes. all things beauty. And those two kind of just, uh, those two just blended together beautifully and kind of here, here we are. <laughs> wow so. I mean I think that's so cool you know and then I, I also noticed your persistence once again you yeah. didn't just stop at the first time that you lost you said I'm gonna do it the second time and I'm gonna not, not even I'm, let's let's rephrase that it's not that you lost you were second runner-up out of a 70 woman that's huge <laughs> but, yeah. you know but you're like I want the number one spot so you went again and again and again until you got it and I right and I think that energy um that energy really is a testament to you know the type of person that you are because that that is what's needed in any endeavor in life you know yeah and it's just kind of like taking an opportunity when you see it too you yeah. know um you know you see an opportunity and you only live once and oh, it's yeah. like why the heck not so you just kind of, you know, I went for it and mm -hmm. it was just, I had the time of my life. It's just a chapter in my life that I can look back in and just yeah. 
just have stories to tell the kids someday. And yeah. plus, I mean, that is at the end of the day how I met my husband. So mm-hmm. he, he works in the in the space of pageantry, um, yeah. an online business. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, here we are. We've been together for seven years. And so yeah. everything happens for a reason. <laughs> exactly. You guys, like, you guys are so cute. You're like a model couple. Like, you see, like, you'll be the couple you see walking down the street and you'll be like, damn, that's a really good looking couple. <laughs> that's literally you guys. I love it. Thank you. So, so sweet. It's like, you know, so after, you know, finishing your schooling and, you know, going through the pageantry and all these different things, and then you're back to probably just working full time again. What was it that, where did you first see Botox and fillers and things? And right. what, where, when did you make the decision to say, oh, I think I want to do this? Well, right in the beginning of starting, so my, to get my NP, um, if I had done it full-time, it would have been two years, but because I did it part-time and very part-time, I took one class a semester, it took me three mm-hmm. and a half years. Mm-hmm. So in the very beginning, my mom actually had mentioned to me, she's like, you know, um, a nurse practitioner is the one that does my Botox. Like you should consider kind of maybe looking into that. I think you'd be mm-hmm. really good at it and mm-hmm. whatnot. And then in the beginning I was like, mom, like, I'm not getting my NP to do Botox and fillers and inject. I'm going to be saving lives in the emergency yeah. room or, you know, whatever. I was like, literally like offended. Oh so my God. I know. So about halfway in and I had at this, then I had done, you know, the, the beauty pageants and had won and had done, you know, had my year of brain and, and whatnot. And I mm-hmm. kind of was the whole time start kept remembering what my mom said. And I'm like, mm. you know what? I revisited it. I'm like, I actually think that I may be really good at that or that I may really enjoy doing that. And long story short, by the end of my NP program, when I graduated, I had already decided that, that was something that I was going to be doing. Yeah. And I had made the decision to go for it. So as soon mm-hmm. as I graduated, I got certified in um, neurotoxins and dermal fillers. Yeah, and the rest yeah. is history. And the rest I mean, is history. <laughs> I mean, tell us about, you know, your location now and how many, you know, like, you know, what your, like, ideal clientele is, like, who you serve and how did you kind of, um, like, develop the business that you have today? So tell us more about that. Yeah, well, my husband's the one that really encouraged me to start Roddy Med Spa. I mean, I was probably going to just work at a medical spa, call it a day and be happy as can be. And he's like, Mm -hmm. absolutely not. You need to start your own business. There's no reason why you can't. You're a nurse practitioner. Um, You know, in the long term, in the long run, this is going to be so much better for you and I'll support you every step of the way. So luckily for me, I mean, he has, I mean, he's got, Oh, I've been an entrepreneur for uh, since he was 20 years old. He's got so many years of experience between just mm-hmm. entrepreneurialism and, and and marketing and everything else. So mm-hmm. he really got me going and he's still like, I mean, now he's very heavily involved in the company, but he really initially set everything up um, until we had just other professionals involved that manage different things. But mm-hmm. he was a huge reason of why I even became a business owner, because like I said, I would have just been working in a spa and called it a day and probably been fine with it. Um, But we bought our own space in Danvers, Mass, and Mm -hmm. um, it's great because we own it and it's got plenty of plenty of room and we serve a lot of Brazilian. I am Brazilian. So, of course, our Mm -hmm. patients, a lot of our patients are Brazilian. Mm-hmm, and of course, mm-hmm. um, American Latinos, you know, we see it all, all, all yes. different kinds um, of backgrounds, you know, come to see us and 
it's nice because we, you know, uh, the, my other nurse practitioner is bilingual like myself. So we both mm -hmm. speak Spanish and Portuguese. And so mm -hmm. it does help to diversify our practice, which is really, yes. really nice. That's yeah. awesome. And, and, I, and I think that's so great that you have that bilingual and you kind of, you know, it's a diverse, a diverse clientele that you're serving. And it's not just, right. the, you know, it's not just the same type of clientele that's right. coming into your space and people that, you know, come from their own countries, you know, Brazil or Portugal or, or just Spanish right. people. They, they have a place where they can feel comfortable and talk right. about their treatments in their own language, you know? Exactly. And I think that's so important because our mother tongues is where we feel most comfortable in. Yeah, absolutely. And we get a lot of people that'll come to us because we can speak their language. Mm -hmm. So that has been very beneficial in growing our practice for sure. Yeah, that's so great. Yeah. Yeah, and, and the fact that your husband supports you and, you know, has been there from the beginning, and, and I think it, it can't be discounted just how important it is to have a partner who is going to support you 100%, both, you know, mentally, financially, or, or whatever, otherwise, yeah. when you're starting an endeavor, because it's not Absolutely. easy in the first years. It's not easy in the yeah. first years of starting a business ever. <clears throat> no, it's not. Yeah, if it wasn't for his support I probably wouldn't have done it um mm -hmm. because it's too much it's so it's so much I mean I could go on and on but you know luckily I have been so blessed to have his support um mm -hmm. but it's there's a lot that's involved I mean from a financial perspective to marketing to just like um, just the nitty gritty of like the business in it by itself. I mean, simple things like we need business cards. We need a website, SEO, mm -hmm. Google management, ads, mm -hmm. like pay-per-click, all this stuff. Um, there's just so much that's involved and it, you can't do it by yourself. You definitely need, you know, if you have a partner, you definitely mm -hmm. need the support. I feel like if you don't, it's just going to be hell really. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, and, go ahead. Sorry. No, it's just, it's too, it's too, in my opinion, too tough to do mm -hmm. it without, you know, your partner's support. I mean, you can, but it's, it's not, it wouldn't be easy. So he definitely makes my life easier and I'm grateful for that. That's so good. <laughs> so I mean, like for, for those, um, you know, med, like if you were talking to like a new med spa owner and you were like, okay, these are the pieces of the puzzle or the people that you need to have in your corner when you're starting your business. In your opinion, where would you tell a new business owner, MESPA owner to start? What resources should they have? Yeah, I mean, you definitely need at least to find some kind of company that you believe in and that you trust that can like build your website and manage that for you. Mm -hmm. um, especially because, I mean, most nurses don't have any other background besides nursing <laughs> that's where you know what we went to school for exactly. so um when it comes to the technology part of it I know that a lot of nurses who are business owners do tend to get overwhelmed I mean even something as simple as social media mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. you know it may be simple for us because we're younger but if you're someone who's a little bit older and social media wasn't very prominent back in your day let's say mm -hmm. you it would behoove you to hire someone that can handle your social media mm -hmm. so I would just say um you know that and then the third thing um would be your booking um mm -hmm. online is in my opinion the best way to go versus like pen and paper phone mm -hmm. everything on everything nowadays is online people grocery shop online for goodness yeah. sakes so exactly so exactly so to be able to provide 
online booking and just have a system and a software that can facilitate that for you. I think those, at least those three components are very crucial, you know, to just the beginnings, not just the beginnings of the business, but your business in general. Yeah. And, and that makes a lot of sense. Um, you know, kind of just try, the, like the systems and processes that need to mm-hmm. be in place because when we're operating from a place where we don't have systems and processes, it's just, our brain can only hold so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. Absolutely. It's so true. <laughs> and then the next thing you know, it's like we're like a cell phone and we, and we have, and I, and I like to say like, you know, if you look at someone's cell phone, it's a, a pretty good indicator of how their mind works too. Mm-hmm, so like, mm-hmm. you know, someone has all the, all, like, all the little neat folders, they're in alphabetical order <laughs> with the apps in them and it's very clean. You're like, okay, this person's really organized. Maybe you see things yep. all over the place, open tabs, like 300 open tabs and stuff. Oh my God. probably operating that way in real life as well. And same thing right. in business. Like, exactly. Yeah, open tabs and no, no. systems. Yeah, no, you need systems, you need organization, like you need to be, yeah, everything has to be orderly, (laughs) for sure. I know, and and it takes time. So for you, like, how do you, how long do you think it took for you to kind of put like systems and processes in place and then if you you want to call it, you know, standard operating procedures, Mm -hmm. how long did it take for you, you think, to kind of get the groove and say, all right, this is how we do this every single time? Well, I'll be honest, like the first couple of years, I was so focused on just like the clinical aspect of it, like my technique and how is it and my results and dosing. And so my focus was 100% clinical. I really could care less about the business. Mm -hmm. I got to be honest. And like I had mentioned previously, thankfully, I had my husband who, you know, was handling, quote, like the business portion of it, because Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't care. I got to make sure my patients are happy. They like their results. I like Mm -hmm. their results. What do we do? Like, to me, that was my number one focus. And so after I kind of got over that hump, I was like, okay, I'm comfortable now. Like I need to start caring about the business. And I did deep down care. I just couldn't, your brain, as you mentioned, earlier can only focus and do so much so for Mm -hmm. me to hyper focus on the clinical part of it and then hyper focus on the business and keep in mind too learning about the business world was a whole nother like thing too so I'm trying to learn clinical things and trying to learn business it was too much so I really just kind of like passed that all off to my husband (laughs) (laughs) and I was like I'm just gonna focus on my injection techniques and results and all that stuff and then I'll come back to this yeah so yeah that's kind of how that happened, but it um, we kind of set it up from the very beginning. But again, my husband helped. So from the from day one, we at least had like the the foundation and the structure sort of laid out. And now that we're you know a few years into this, now we're more into the nitty gritty of got like policies and procedures for like every treatment. Um, yes you know, emergency protocols, like that's something that like on day one, I didn't have, Exactly. you know, so mm-hmm. I would say, you know, I guess to answer your question, it took a couple years, it takes time. Um, you know, I think one of the key things is like networking with other professionals. Yes. You know, I connected and networked with professionals that I respect and that are successful and, mm-hmm. you know, just soaking in like a sponge, all of their tips and their pearls and, yes. and, you know, what made them successful and how can I implement, you know, those strategies as well. Yeah. So. And that, that makes sense, you know, that your peer group and, and 
surrounding yourself with people that are successful in you know, what you're doing because when you do that, it's like you kind of cut that learning curve down a little bit. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. You do. Yeah, you cut the learning curve because you're like, okay, they've been there, done that, and they're mm-hmm. successful. What can I learn from them? How can I implement this into my mm-hmm. practice or into my business? Mm-hmm. Um, because why reinvent the wheel, right? If you have yes. someone that has been doing this for 10, 15 years, and they've already made all of these mistakes, and they share mm-hmm. that with you, mm-hmm. I, I that's like gold on a platter. Like you take that and you run with it. And you're like, okay, awesome. Like, let me yeah. not do that or <laughs> let me try that. <laughs> exactly. You know? It's like, I'm almost surprised. I mean, I'm sure that something exists out there, but I'm almost surprised there's nothing like a kind of a mess spot in a box type thing where it's kind of like these are the structural, um, the structural underpinnings of having a, a successful med spot and check this box and check that. I'm kind of surprised that those like bones are not right. really ex- in existence yet, especially since this field now has been around for over 20 years now. I'm like, oh. right. It's- I know. I wonder if that's because I, I bet you a lot of it varies from like state to state. So mm-hmm. it almost would be like you would need sort of like a handbook, let's call it like per state or by mm-hmm. state. Cause I think a lot of it, like the laws and uh, regulations and things like that varies from state to state. I mean, we've got states apparently that estheticians can inject. So I've heard yeah. actually, I'm not aware of what states those are, but one of them I think is Arizona. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Don't quote me again, so I'm pretty sure. <laughs> You know, like it's that's very different from, say, Florida, whom I believe only nurse practitioners can, not even nurses, only nurse practitioners can be, I believe, injecting Botox. So it's so different depending what state you're in. So, mm-hmm. you know, probably have to be like a state by state basis. Yeah, and I get that. And it's, it's kind of maybe more of like the fact like, yeah, state regulations are state regulations. Those can change every year. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a business owner... Like that oh, yeah. No, you're right. No matter <laughs> what state change. or country. <laughs> business know. foundations. Yes, you're right. Yeah, business foundations. It's like you need marketing. Like you need a team. You need systems and processes. Like, you know, that, that, right. that that's never going to change no matter what age we're in. Because like, some of the methods are going to change because right now we're using Instagram and whatever. Who knows? It's going to be some, what, metaverse. I don't know what Zuckerberg. Oh, the meta. Oh, Oh my God. What is this world coming to? I know. (laughs) It's like, I'm like, okay, I'm concerned. (laughs) Girl, let me tell you, like, there's this new thing. um, I saw this artist tech article and it was, it was very odd. and, And it was just like saying like, it's a it's a glove you put on and you can feel things that are that are not there like oh but it gives you the sensation of feeling something so say like you're feeling brick like you feel it but there's no <gasps> brick in front of you like, oh my no. gosh like, oh, so no. creepy <laughs> i was like oh no i was like i don't know where the world is going to but you're like that's where i draw the line <laughs> i know i'm getting a, it's getting a little weird out here but um, i know it's crazy but like speaking of like business and and all these and like kind of giving the foundations I know that you started you know modern beauty con last year and I kind of Mm -hmm. want you to get flesh that out a little bit for us what made you actually want to start that conference and who is it catered for and and what do they get when they go to your conference you know yeah 
Okay, yeah. So Modern Beauty Con. Okay, Con is short for conference, you guys. I literally have people be like, Modern Beauty Con conference. Okay, it's like you're saying conference twice. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, haven't you heard of Comic Con or any of those things? Exactly. Like, it's, like, it's conference. Like, come on. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> wow. So Modern Beauty Con, we had our first annual um, Modern Beauty Con in at the Liberty. Mm -hmm. beautiful venue people loved it we had a great turnout and we operated under very strict covid restrictions yeah. um so we were limited by the amount of people we could have there due to social distancing and all these other factors um and we still had a wonderful turnout mm -hmm. um so modern beauty con is a medical aesthetics conference we're the only ones in new england and the 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 kind of passion and motive behind modern beauty con is to spread education and knowledge to practitioners so that we can make providers better practitioners and safer injectors. That's mm -hmm. kind of like sort of the passion behind it because as you know, learning never stops yeah. and techniques, um, uh, just new techniques are developed and introduced and, and uh, research comes out every year, multiple mm -hmm. times a year even. And so things are always evolving and changing. And if you don't keep up, you're going to be like a dinosaur from 10 years ago when you mm -hmm. first took your like neurotoxin certification, never did mm -hmm. anything. And like, you just have to always keep evolving and learning. And yes. what better way to do that than with these amazing professionals? Um, so that's kind of like the, the passion behind it. And I'm so excited for next year. We have an amazing, amazing faculty team. So I'm mm -hmm. really excited. And where is it? What, like, what's the date this year? Yeah. What is it going to be? May 1st through mm -hmm. 3rd, so May 1, 2, and 3, 2022, at the Sheraton Copley in Boston. Very so you'll be nice. connected with, like, the Copley Mall, the Prudential Center, plenty of fun things to do around there for people that come out of state. Mm -hmm. um, it's going to be amazing. I'm so excited. That's so great. And, and, and you know, starting something new, I mean, you've already gone through the process of starting a business and having that thrive and then, you know, starting a conference and seeing that grow. If you could say, because that's a much a bigger undertaking, it's not bigger, mm -hmm. it's like, it's, but it's a bigger undertaking in a different way because now you're creating a bunch of other people that are not working for you, so to speak. So my question is with that, like, you know, what lessons do you think that you learned from the first year and how do you think that has brought improvements for this year coming around? Well, one of the things that we did was we had sent out like a survey. We had little QR codes on the back of the badges and mm -hmm. we had people scan them and you know, one of the, we got a lot of great feedback. People were really happy with the turn, like just how we did everything. And, but I did, I, t I took it, I read every single comment and I took that to heart and I really made changes for next year based on the feedback that we got. Mm -hmm. So I just feel like that that was a really important piece of the puzzle mm -hmm. um, because obviously our attendees, our speakers, our vendors, our sponsors, they are the reason why, you know, we're there. So yeah. um, we want to really make sure that we're catering um, to everyone's needs and doing the best that we can. So we've definitely implemented some changes based on um, just based on feedback that we got. So I think it's going to be pretty awesome. That's so great. And, and, but feedback, and I think that's, 
something. I know we have Google reviews and we have all these different types of things, but how many times do people really want honest feedback? Um, I know. <laughs> well, it's, it's like, tough. It's yeah, it's and you it's hard, right? Because you want honesty and you work mm-hmm. so hard on this and it's a year of plan. It's almost like you're planning a wedding, like a year of planning yeah. and then it's done in like that one week and it's over. Yes. Um so, but you do because every year you go back, you want to be bigger and better and you know improved. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I really, like I said, really did take it to heart and and made some changes based on on that feedback. So that's something that I will be looking for every year is mm-hmm. people's feedback for sure. Yeah, and that's great. And I think that's you know those of you guys that are listening that are, that are business owners or maybe even newer business owners, that's something to take to heart too. Feedback the clientele that you want to serve that you ideally want to serve, you want to constantly have some sort of feedback loop going on. So you know, what can you do better to improve their experience each and every time, right? That's that's something that's really important. I agree. Yeah. Everyone's looking for an experience nowadays. Mm -hmm. You know, Um, I've been in many consults where people say, well, I went to this one location, but I didn't have a good experience there. Mm -hmm. And then they're in my chair, you know? So people definitely are looking to, have a positive and a good experience, whether it's at a Mm -hmm. conference or it's at a doctor's visit, you know, whatever it may be, that's what they're looking for is that good experience. So exactly. I mean, it's funny you you say that. I mean, um, um, I know I was talking to, uh, I had interviewed Michaela McLean, um, do some talks about studios, whatever. I love her. Yeah. So (laughs) sweet. And then I love her, um, she talks about you know energy is, is basically energy is everything and, mm-hmm. and I really believe that an energy creates experience you know mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you could be with someone who maybe doesn't have the top skills in the world but their energy is such that you're gonna go back every time yeah. and you're gonna it's be like true. oh god because it's like you know if you have two things if you get your lips done in one place and get your lips done the other place they both turn out excellent, but one person makes you feel better right. once you've got them done. Right. Then you go to the person that makes you feel better, right? It's true. No, it's so true because that is something else I've heard too. Like, because, you know, people will, everything's online now. So people yeah. basically shop online for their providers, essentially. And I yeah. have heard that from other people like, oh, I just didn't vibe with her. Vibe. And it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's an energy thing, you know? Yes. It's, it's true. It's so, so true. Completely agree. Yeah. You're so, so, I always say <laughs> it's corny and it comes up. Anyone who's listened to the podcast, you probably think I'm so annoying, but your vibe attracts your tribe. And it's like, that's why getting ourselves internally where we want to be first is the most important thing when we're building anything because mm-hmm. everything is an outpouring of the inner spirit that is within, within us. Absolutely. Could not Everything. agree more. Everything. Yep. Yep. I love so it. true. <laughs> Energy. It's like, you know, I, I feel the more, uh, you know, the older I get, the more I'm like, oh, it's been energy the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. So true. It's so true though. Like when you look back in your life at all these like important moments, you're like, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, seriously, girl, like you're like, you're gorgeous, but your energy attracts your man. You know what I mean? Like, right. <laughs> 
It's so true. Your energy attracts your friends. Your energy attracts the people that work for you. Your energy, all that stuff. It's all energy. It's so weird. 100% true. I know. I'm with you. The older I get, the more I'm like, oh my gosh, it all makes sense now. (laughs) I know. And it's kind of creepy. It's just like, okay, all this stuff that I was having and hawing about, like, it's because I wasn't right, not because anything else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's self-awareness right there. It's so weird, girl. I love it. I love it. Oh, but, yeah. but I mean, so if you could leave, you know, one piece of advice with um, uh, someone who wants to start a med spa or who's, or who's even been in business for some time and they're kind of still trying to figure things out, what would be your biggest piece of advice? Never stop learning. Never. Always hustle. Go after, work hard, go after, you know, what you want, you know, dream big. If you dream small, you're just always going to be stuck in the same place. If you dream big, you always have something to be running after. And never stop learning because technology never stops evolving and education never stops evolving. And if you stop learning, you're not going to be as a successful and and safe injector and that's how you become better and that's how you grow that's so awesome Renata thank you so much (laughs) for being with us today you are so welcome thank you for having me and you know don't have any more whiskey um (laughs) (laughs) yeah I'm done with that (laughs) I know we're gonna have some like (laughs) no more whiskey but tell us where can we find you on you know on the internet on Instagram where you find modern beauty cons and everyone I'm gonna link this in the in the show notes as usual but you know tell us where we can find you very simple. We're on Instagram at Roddy Med Spa or for our conference at Modern Beauty Con. And uh, we post probably every day. So you, we're always on there. For, feel free to DM us or, you know, drop us a comment. <laughs> All right. Awesome, guys. So we hope we'll, we'll see you at Modern Beauty Con or you guys should go there if you need some Botox. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, girl. Take care. You too. Okay. like what you heard, please leave us a review. I appreciate you listening and your support. Follow us on Instagram at Plan Life Happens and comment on this episode's post. Also, I appreciate your feedback and ideas. Improving is the name of the game. I'm Leslie Tracy, your host. Thanks for listening.